Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. As you know, if you listened to the last episode, I started a a three-part series called How to Prepare Yourself for Ceremony. In the last episode, we spoke about the physical body and what were all the things that you needed to do to prepare yourself physically for a ceremony. Uh, We talked about the dieta, we talked about exercise, we talked about sex, uh, we talked about all the different aspects that your physical body has to get ready, how long do you need to take to get ready, and all of those logistics. And today, we are going to touch on the mental body, right? Remember, if you listen to another episode that I had, I spoke about the five bodies. I spoke about the mental, the physical, the heart, the ego, and the inner child. But for these three-part series, we're just going to speak about the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. So what do we need to do to prepare ourselves mentally for a ceremony? So let's get on it. So what's the first thing you need to do? The first thing you need to do is you need to be very clear on why are you going to do this. You need to sit down and think about what is the reason for me to go to the jungle or to go to a ceremony and work with this types of medicine like ayahuasca, peyote, mushrooms, and all of these different powerful ancestral medicines. And why do we need to get very clear on that? We need to get very clear on that because that is your intention, right? That is the part that will help you ground throughout your entire ceremony if things don't go the way that you want them to go. So we do that through journaling, right? Writing down the things that you want to let go, the things that they don't serve you anymore. If you are going down to the jungle or to a ceremony to work with any of these medicines and, and your intention is curiosity, there's nothing wrong with having that sort of intention. However, you are rolling the dice to get something that you may not want to get. So let me kind of go deep into that aspect. And if you really want to like go even deeper, just listen to the episode that I have about intentions. But what happens is when you sit with this medicines and you kind of narrow down the reason why you want to do it. You get very clear, like, I want to let go of my 
unworthy conversation. I want to let go of my lack of self-love. I want to let go of my doubt. Like you really like narrowed it down. Then when you come out of the ceremony, then you use that as your key to unlock your integration process. So when we do that, we are preparing the mind. We're telling the mind, this is the reason why. So the mind kind of like understands what are we getting into ourselves? What is that we're doing this for? There is another topic for another day. It's called set and setting, right? And set and setting is basically the environment that you're going to be entering for your ceremony. And the set it also has to do with the mindset. So what mindset are you in? How many of you have heard people say, make sure you don't do mushrooms when you're having a bad day. Make sure you don't um, do a psychedelic when you're not in a place where you're kind of like clear-minded or, or you're kind of grounded. And it's because when you enter those fields and if you are not in the right mindset to consume this medicines, then you're going to have kind of like a rough experience. And I mean, don't get me wrong, if that's the case and that's the experience that you have and that's how you wanted to go in because you were ready to let go of that, that's your experience. But always make sure that you put in place the right preparation so then you understand that that's the result of your experience. So going back to journaling, how do we journal to get ourselves prepared? We ask questions. So we ask ourselves questions, right? One of my teachers tells me, Jimena, the quality of your questions is the quality of your life. And we're constantly asking questions, even if you notice or not. So how would I do it? The first thing that I will do, I will go in and I will write down in my journal. And I said, I want to go down to the jungle because I want to do ayahuasca. Why do I want to do ayahuasca? I want to do ayahuasca because I'm stuck in life. I feel like I have no purpose and I want to get clarity into what is the next step in my life. Okay, so why do I feel like I have no purpose? Um, I feel like I have no purpose because I wake up and I do the same thing all over again and I don't feel fulfilled by the things that I'm doing in my life and I just feel like I'm just going through the motions and I'm kind of just doing things to survive. Hmm. Okay. That we're getting there. That's becoming very profound, right? But we can take it another level deeper. So the next question that I will ask will be, okay, so how come if I know that I'm going through the motions and I'm doing all of these things, then why am I going through the motions? Why am I not stepping outside of my comfort zone and doing something that kind of like allows me to go deeper, right? So then now I can answer that question and I can go into, okay, well, 
I'm going through the motions because I haven't found that thing that kind of like makes me want to do something different or do something else and kind of like break through. Okay, so why haven't I found what is something different and something that I want to break through? Oh, because I'm comfortable. Boom. Right? And this is just an example, guys. So now I know that my limitation, what is between me and that what I need to get is that I'm comfortable and I'm not willing to get out of my comfort zone. So if I really want to like continue dig that, that's what I will recommend all of you to do to like continue dig and continue going deeper is okay. So where does the comfort come from? And I'm sure that a lot of you uh, that are listening to what I'm saying have some sort of comfort conversation. For us that live in the United States, for a lot of us, we are in a place where we were taught to be comfortable. And there is nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that is when it gets in the way of our growth. And then we kind of like get stuck and we get kind of plateau and then we can get to our next level. So when we go down into the rabbit hole of, okay, where does comfort come from? And you go deeper, you may find that maybe there is an unworthy conversation where you don't feel like you're worthy of anything greater than what you already have. So then you're staying in your comfort zone. So then you continue to believe that you're unworthy because maybe you want to be right about. Or maybe uh, the fear of pain. That's another reason why we want to stay in a comfort zone because we don't want to feel pain and we want to feel nice and comfy. So this is what I mean in terms of like preparing you mentally and going down into understanding your intention. Right. Another example of that could be um, I'm going down to the jungle or I want to work with these medicines because I'm depressed and I'm sad and I can't seem to shake that off. So then you will do a very similar process is going down and, and journaling and understanding what is it, where it's coming from. We always need to trace back. Um, our patterns and our behaviors to a root cause. Why do we need to do that? If you take care of the surface level of what is happening in your life, then the weeds are going to continue to grow. So in order for you to stop that from happening, you have to go to the root. And how do we go to the root? We dig. And how do we dig? We ask questions. And it's super important for you to write these things down because when we write things down, and I heard this somewhere, I don't remember where it was. Um, it was a video and it was a psychologist and it was talking about the importance of journaling and writing things down. When you sit down with a journal and you start writing kind of things start kind of unravel in your mind and your thoughts kind of start taking some sort of a structure and you kind of like, as you're able to see 
in a much clearer way of what's happening inside your mind. Um, you know, someone told me, or not someone, but one of the things that Tony says in his trainings is the mind was one, two, three, many. And when we go to many, then we kind of like let it go. So when you write things down, the mind is just thinking one thing at a time as you're writing down because you can write many things at the same time. You can write many things as the process that you're writing, but I can only write one word at a time. You see what I'm saying? So that's the importance of it. What is another way of preparing our mind? Ha, ah, this two are going to be really good. What you watch and what you listen to, right? So if you're going to sit with any sort of psychoactive medicine, keep yourself away from anything that is disrupted to the mind. Horror movies. Um uh what is what is like like anything that is gore like anything that is like destructive anything that is disturbing and if you love those things kudos to you i used to be a fan of it with the time i have become very receptive to those experiences so i have to be very mindful of the things that i watch but if you're gonna go down to do any sort of psychoactive especially something like ayahuasca I will recommend you for like the last 15 days before you go down there. And if that's too much, seven days is don't put a horror movie. Don't watch like disturbing news. Don't put yourself in a situation that your mind is going to absorb negative information because a lot of that information is going to go into your subconscious mind. And what's going to happen is when you're in the medicine, it's going to surface. And then you're going to go through that experience. And if that's the experience that you need to go through, that's the experience that you need to go through. But this is why we prepare ourselves. We prime ourselves to be in the most clear place. So then when we sit with the medicine, everything that comes through, it comes from within us, not from outside us, Right. So what are things that you can watch? Watch documentaries, watch nature things, learn about, you know, the medicine a little bit deeper. Um, watch things that actually help you grow. Read books or articles or f in Instagram or social media, like follow things that were actually going to elevate your experience rather than downgrade your experience. When I went to the jungle, for the first time two years ago, uh, I think it was like 15 days before my ceremony, I deleted all my social media apps, everything, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Snapchat, my TikTok, like I literally remove all of it from my phone and I just stay away because I wanted to have a clear mind going in right? The same thing with like what I was watching, like my partner is going to go down there in like the next three days to help me facilitate our retreat. And as a facilitator, you also need to put yourself in that place. Oh yeah. By the way, a facilitator also needs to prepare themselves the same way that the client does. Even if they don't drink the medicine, it's important for them to be in that same frequency. 
right? So like right now there is like a show that I want to watch and is not, is it could be a little bit disturbing, but I really like the context. And I mentioned it to my partner and he said, uh, we'll watch it when I come back from the jungle after I'm done with my integration, right? Because he is very, he's being very mindful of also priming his mind. Because when you go into the fields, when you go into the space and you're in a ceremony and people are drinking, and even if you're not drinking, the feel, like we call it, is accessible through mind. So even if he's not drinking, he can also add to the experience just by being in the space. So it's super important for every single person that is going to go into the space to prime themselves this way. In the space of the ceremony, there is a clean collective state of mind so that everybody has a clean collective experience. So now we spoke about what you watch. Now let's talk about what you listen to. Okay. Music. Music is so powerful. Music connects us to our emotions. Music gives us a visceral experience. Uh, what we listen to, it really kind of like affects the way we think and how we feel. So how many of you are like going through like a breakup or having like a really hard day and you guys like play like melancholic or sad music and then all of a sudden you start like weeping and crying like a child? I'm raising my hand because sometimes I've done that. Right? Or how many of you have like going down on a drive and you're driving down the road and then all of a sudden your music is playing and then a song plays in and then all of a sudden you feel extremely emotional where you were like feeling just fine and you kind of start crying and it's because the, the artist, the musician, the, the person that is singing, the people that are playing the instruments are feeling the music to that point that it can transmit that emotion to the listener. And then now you find yourself in that place feeling that way when you were feeling completely fine. So when you're listening to music and you're going down to ceremony, my invitation to you is like find ceremonial playlists, find music that it will elevate your mindset. I mean, I wouldn't encourage you to listen to any rap or any music that is 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 of what we call nowadays in the community uh, low frequency. Not that there is anything wrong with it. Um, if that's something that you enjoy, listen to you, that those are your choices. And I completely respect that. But when it comes to priming yourself for ceremonies, do yourself a favor and listen to music that will help you. Um, there is a lot of amazing um, ceremony artists out there that they have all sort of music you can find from EDM to acoustics to um, indigenous music to Icaros. I mean, it goes, there is a huge gamma of, um, a spiritual, um, music that you can listen to that is actually really pleasant to, and the lyrics and the intention and the frequency behind it is extremely supportive. 
So then when you're in ceremony and you're sitting, if it's ayahuasca, in the middle of the jungle in complete darkness and you're there, sometimes tunes come in and you start humming and you start singing and they kind of help you and they carry you through the experience. So something that the maestra tells to the clients a lot when they're in ceremonies and they're kind of struggling, they tell them, sing. Isn't that funny? The maestras, that's what they do with their ikaros. Their ikaros are the vehicle that kind of like takes you through the ceremony, right? That's what they use for themselves to stay in alignment with their body, with their mind, and with their spirits so they don't lose their ways. So when you prime yourself with music that will help you in your ceremony, in the time that you're sitting with the medicine, that tune, that song can come in and can aid you through the process and it can take you to the other side when you're probably in a space that you're struggling. So to recap, um, first thing that you need to do is journal. Go really deep into your intention. What is it that you need to do? And and just go deep. And, and honestly, when I went to the jungle for the first time two years ago to do my ceremony, for the last seven days before I got there, I journal every single day. And every single day I ask myself, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to sit with ayahuasca? Why do I want to do a master plan? What do I want to get out of this experience? What happens if like I struggle with it? I even wrote letters to myself. Listen to this. This was awesome. This was actually really, really awesome. And I'm glad that I came into the space. Before I went to the jungle, I decided to write myself a letter for the Jimena that was going to be in the jungle. So I sat down here in my house and I wrote myself something because, uh, you know, I knew that there was going to be a day in the 21 days that I was there where I was going to be, I can't do this or I don't want to do this or why am I going to do this? And not because I'm doubting myself, but it's because the ego the unhealthy ego is so strong sometimes that its need for survival is so big. So I needed to prime myself. I needed to think of my future Jimena before I was there and give her everything that she needed. So she was set up to win. And I remember that one day I opened my journal before a ceremony and I read the letter. I was like, this is the day that I'm going to read my letter. So I read my letter and at the end of the letter, I said something to myself that later that night served me so well. I was in the middle of my ceremony and I remember that that day I was really scared it was, it was my, my third ceremony and I was, 
I was terrified. And I went into the ceremony. The facilitator told me to calm down and, and to breathe and ground. I drank the medicine. And then uh, the medicine was extremely gentle with me. It didn't, it didn't kind of, it didn't give me a rough experience and I'm so grateful for it. And this is the thing is like, it will give you what you need. And that day, what I needed was a very gentle experience. Cause if I would have had a rough experience, I don't know if I would have the strength to do the fourth ceremony. And then I needed to go to the bathroom. So I asked the facilitator to take me out to the bathroom. So the facilitator took me out of, to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. I came back. And then as I came back, um, he told me, look up. So I turned my head up. I look into the sky. And then when I saw the sky, it was covered with stars. It was so amazing. There were so many stars that my mind was like, oh, it was memorized by that moment. And as I looked up and I saw all the stars and I could see all the trees around me too. And the sky was like dark blue and the stars were like bright white. And then you can see the shadows of the trees because of how bright the stars were. It was like a half moon. And then I heard the last words that I told myself in that letter. And I said, Jimena, and remember to enjoy the ceiling of stars and the wall of trees. You are home. And I start crying. Because back then, I knew that I needed a part of myself to help me ground through a hard time. And guys, this is the importance of prepping yourself mentally. Because your unhealthy ego will try to get you out of healing. It will try to pull you out because there is moments that it gets really hard. But if we truly put the work, and I said this before, if you truly put in, you will get back. And in that moment, I got back. And I got back more than I could possibly ask. That moment will forever be imprinted in my heart because it was so profound. How do I knew, like three weeks before, to write that on my journal, that it will help me there? I didn't, but I knew that I needed to prepare myself because I knew that I was going into a journey that there were gonna be some humps, some valleys, some lows, and I wanted to make sure that I can actually push through the whole thing so then I can make it on the other side and become a better version of myself. So remember, journal, ask questions, watch what you see in the media, in your Instagram, in the TV, in the movies, and then be careful of what you listen to and make sure that you find some amazing ceremonial playlists or music that really help keep your vibration high so then it helps you in your ceremonies. And you know, even if you're not in ceremony, 
maybe you want to give that a try for like a few days and see how you feel mentally. It creates a high, high level of clarity. So I hope that all of you enjoyed this episode, that this information is helpful for you. And if you have any questions, please feel free to leave comments or reach out to me at um, Jimena at the Rainforest Healing Center, and then I can help you out to go deeper into this topic if that's something that you want. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, so much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.